It's just the right secret sauce, you know? Right? Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Prevention Nation. Where we believe education and awareness can change the culture of violence. My name is Roy Lutz. And I'm Holly Smith. Okay. All right. We have some data to share with you all. Um, one of our coworkers is in a work group that made a youth survey. So this was sent out in the spring of 2021, I believe. And um, they gathered data from basically 12 to 18-year-olds. I would say that more 15, 16, 17, um, that was the most, uh, like the category who had the most answers to it. Okay. How um, many respondents did we have? 1,200, actually. Yeah, and that was throughout the state as well. So um, these answers were interesting to see. Not um, super surprising. Kind of guess that kids are dealing with a lot of things, especially during COVID. Um, but uh, even just, you know, almost a year ago to see the actual, you know, outcomes of that. And this is like it just it was a little small survey monkey data that, you know, preventionists just shared with their the people that they knew on Facebook and blah, 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 like all over the place. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine what kind of data we're going to get like after the pandemic when they start surveying like, how was your childhood? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, I mean, <laughs> the, the long term impacts we yeah, haven't it'll even be nuts. begun to discover yet. No, so. that'll take a while. Um, so we wanted to share some of the things with you that youth are experiencing. Um, and it's kind of interesting that we decided to share this now because schools are closing again. Yeah, right. Everything is just ramping up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, numbers are spiking and that means that people are understaffed, schools are understaffed. So it's not like they want to close down, but they kind of have to because they don't even have teachers. Yeah, that's that kind of the well. problem I've seen with uh, Little Miami and some of the schools. I know my uh, children's schools out in Lakota. They have, uh, just yesterday, they were reporting 20 cases a day of COVID, positive cases a day. Positive, wow. Okay. Yeah. So teaching staff, there's just no staff. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's nuts. Um, so what are kids experiencing at home? Um, just so you guys know, about 60% and about 35% of, uh, sorry, <laughs> 60% were female that answered and 35% were male within the, you know, 13 to 18 age range. Um, we asked them what social medias they use. Um, I think we can all guess what that is. TikTok, Snapchat. Probably. That's what I was on. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the top ones were TikTok and uh, Snapchat. So Instagram and Twitter, not so much. I would say adults are more on that. Yeah. Um, and there's a few other apps that they mentioned. Like we had a question where it was like, what are their apps? Like, have you heard of or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, but those weren't as interesting. Well, it's funny that, you know, that was a question because uh, I've asked that in my programs a lot. I ask the students if they get their screen time reports at the end of the week. And, you know, they'll share that they get their screen time reports. And, and I have kids as, uh, raise their hands and I go through how many hours are in a day yeah, that I've done they've that been before. on. Yeah, and some of the, a lot of the kids expressed during COVID um, that they were on for 16, 20, That's even 24 crazy. or more hours straight. That's nuts. Yeah, that was their. That I've had some kids support. say that they don't want to turn screen time on because they'll like be embarrassed of mm-hmm. of what's their patterns are. Yeah. So I mean that was that wow. was their support system. TikTok. Yeah. Which I mean, we had some kids express um through qualitative data like 
you know, we asked a couple questions, but some of them were saying they wished adults realized that, like, this was their only form of communication with other people, mm-hmm. especially in the heart of the pandemic, which oh, we're kind of still in the heart of the pandemic. <laughs> right. Yeah. We thought in what was what we thought was the heart. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. What we thought when, like, literally everything was shut down. Um, that really was their only way of communicating. And they wished adults saw social media as a positive they realized that it was also a negative, but it is also a positive, which I think some adults are just like, get off your phone, go do something. It's like, mm-hmm. there's nothing to do. Like, I can't yeah, what do you want go to do? Just sit there at the dining room table and stare at each other yeah. all day, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, there's only so many hours that you can play Monopoly or whatever. Mm-hmm. It does take a few hours to play Monopoly. Yeah, that's why I don't like Monopoly. It takes too long. <laughs> that's beside the point. So I'd rather um, be on TikTok for 11 hours, right? Right. So. You just keep scrolling, and yep. it's so easy. They made it so easy to keep scrolling on TikTok. Um, so the very top answers that kids were experiencing, um, one of them was constantly, like other friends, this is constantly asking where you're at or what you're doing. So kids did not like... Um, that their friends were like, where are you at? Who are you with? What are you doing? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, both of them are probably not doing anything. Right. Um, the next one, fear about not replying back to someone quickly enough hmm. is a top answer. So a little bit of fear in there, which I think leads to anxiety and just being anxious in general about like, oh, I need to answer my friend back or I don't want to answer back right now. I just want to blah, 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 or I'm stuck in TikTok mode. I can't answer yeah. back. Like, Well, and I think that's one of those dynamics that <clears throat> I think a lot of us felt during COVID where I didn't like being isolated in my house, but I kind of grew dependent upon it. Uh, so similar, similarly, uh, I want to respond and communicate with people, but at the same time, I don't, you know, yeah. so it's easy just mm-hmm. to be on TikTok and then not have to respond to people but yeah that builds anxiety so definitely there were two that were kind of similar but um the one that was more experienced than the other one so unwanted photos or messages from and then one of the answers was strangers and one was from someone you know um and more teens said that they um experienced messages from unwanted photos or messages from strangers 26 percent actually said that Wow, during COVID. Like, that yeah. escalated during COVID? Yeah, I guess so. Like, wow. lots of them were experiencing. I mean, 26% of 1,200. I guess if you spend, you know, 12 plus hours a day on your phone, you're going to be more likely to get... I, I don't know, right? I mean, is there maybe yeah. some correlation to how much time you're spending so you're... People just start sending you messages. Right, yeah. you're available for more content. That's just a little content. bit scary, right? Like, it's... Really scary. If your kid is spending 11, 12 hours <clears throat> a day on the phone, like, how many messages or photos... Did they just receive that they didn't want to? Well, and I, I think uh, as a father, what scares me is that my kids didn't mention that at all during COVID. So I'm like, how many things did they get sent yeah. that they didn't talk to us about? Yeah. Our survey says that, um, I felt like Bob Barker for a second. Uh, survey says, um, would that be Bob Barker? I don't know. I'm not sure. Anyway. Okay. 217 kids experienced that out of 1,200. So, I mean, still quite a bit. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, the very top ones, like the highest ones that people were saying, um, were an increase in depression and anxiety, which I think everyone in the whole world experienced that. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate. Whether it was clinical or not. I mean, you can have an increase, especially when it comes Mm -hmm. to a virus that's, you know, attacking families and all that kind of thing. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you had families isolated away from loved ones, siblings isolated away from siblings. I know, um, you know, just lots of different 
uh, fear about people's health. I know a lot of kids have expressed to me they know that their parents had some maybe some health conditions and concerns. So they yeah. a lot of, experienced a lot of fear and worry about their parents' health and safety. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, grandparents' health and safety, there was a lot of that, a lot of reason to be worried. Yeah, definitely. And then the last one, which increase in anxiety, and then this last one were the highest. Um, so over half experienced this. But the last one is lack of motivation to participate in outside activities. Yeah. Now, whether they took that as... I didn't even want to come like, to work, <laughs> right? Whether they, like, took that as being, like, outdoors or just, like, outside activities of your house, like, you, like, literally couldn't. So obviously you're going to experience a lack of motivation. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just inevitable. So... Um, those were the things that teens said that they were dealing with. There were other categories that we, um, put in, but those were like suicidal thoughts or, um, let's see, what was another one? Pressure to send photos that you didn't want to send, something like that. Um, but that was a little bit smaller than these other ones that we mentioned. Um, like harassment was only 14%. Um, offensive name calling or spreading rumors was around 23% and then 31%. So, I mean, kids are experiencing things. It's just like the things that I mentioned earlier were the highest, like most of the kids were experiencing that. Well, and I, I think, uh, you know, when we think about the data we think about the impact on youth, uh, impact on anybody in general, we tend to look at that time of 2020 as strictly COVID, but it didn't uh, occur, COVID didn't occur in a vacuum. At that very same time, simultaneously, we were changing uh, government here in the United States. Yeah. We were having, there, there were rioting social, in the yeah. streets. There was social unrest. There was, mm-hmm. a, you know, increased awareness to, uh, you know, all the inequities and inequalities that yeah. exist. that was big time. So, and then you had no way to really express it outwardly except on social media. Everybody's mm-hmm. isolated. You're trapped in your home. So how do I share my feelings? Oh, posts, post, yeah. post, post. Repost, <clears throat> yeah. Yep. All those and things. everything became very attacking, very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, it created a lot of anxiety for everyone. Yeah. And then some qualitative data for you guys. We asked what would have made it easier for you to get help. Um, and a lot of kids, like I was, I'm, we have so many responses um, so I haven't even read through all of them just cause that would take a while. Um, but so many of them said, I don't know. I didn't get help. There was a few that said, um, I already have help. It's good. Um, but it's not easy for them mm-hmm. and they wish the stigma was gone from getting help. Like, or they wish their parents listened to them. Um, so that was a little bit disheartening to hear that they wish the adults in their lives would listen to them. Um, I wonder how much telemed got used over telehealth. <laughs> telehealth is yeah. that? Oh, tele. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Telehealth. I wonder how much telehealth got. I don't know. Used because I know uh, my yeah, family no, used increased. the heck out of it, right? Yeah. So yeah. And then the other question: What do you wish adults knew about social media and how it affects youth? Um, that was the one I kind of mentioned, where someone was saying, you know, there are a lot of influences, but there are good and bad influences, and mm-hmm. and social media is good. Um, it can be bad, but we wish you recognized that it was, it can be a force for good. And that kind of goes back to, um, you talking about people just posting about it because mm-hmm. they're not in person. So, right. yeah, some really interesting data. Um, we were happy to share it with you guys. We're going to have some graphics that come out, um, from safe on Maine, or maybe you'll see some from this date come out as well. But all of this data, um, if you would like to know more, just let us know. Absolutely.